0: Hello, Aaron.
1: What are you doing on Wednesday, April 19th at 9.30 p.m.?
0: I'm doing a live podcast with you.
1: (gasps) Then everybody should come and see us, shouldn't they?
0: Of course they should.
1: They should come to Caveat on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Wednesday, April 19th at 9.30 p.m. They should get tickets, right, Patty?
0: Yes, before it sells out.
1: Yes, at at Caveat.nyc. That's C-A-V-E-A-T dot N-Y-C. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Come touch us. (laughs) We also want to take this moment to do a Dear Pod Superfan shout-out to a Patreon subscriber that we all all know and love. That is a very special birthday shout-out to Rudd Anderson. (laughs) Rudd, it's your birthday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on April 9th, and I'm wetting my pants in honor of you, just like you have wet your pants listening to us, so what are you waiting for, Rod? Get yourself some tickets to see us live at Caveat on Wednesday, April 19th. And with that, <laughs> you one scream. i bid you
0: adieu. And that was your birthday shout-out.
1: From Patty. Woo! Cue <laughs> <You're> the typewriter. <laughs> Dear Ann Landis, my husband dear and Abby, I Abby.
0: are in shock. I'm We've been extremely dear upset. Years
1: my son got married to a year. Dear Ann
0: Landis, very happy. I didn't see a woman here
1: She thinks way too of her. She had to get married. Dear Pod. The last of us, we have finally finished it. And I can't figure out what time frame this is happening in life. And I am obsessed with the empty mall episode. Spoiler alert: Do not listen if you have not. Who the hell? At this point, fuck it. I remember somebody got mad at me because I said something about Breaking Bad, but like three years after the fact,
0: never saw it. It was our an
1: episode. <gasps> I'm gonna be that person.
0: I get you it. You should see it. I get it.
1: You should see it.
0: I get it. Okay. I'm probably not going to.
1: why?
0: It's just not my thing.
1: You don't think it's your thing and then it's your thing. Just trust
0: how me. many how many seasons is it?
1: I think six no. Why wouldn't you want that? You can binge that
0: bit it might like in a coma like six seasons Absolutely. how many how many episodes twelve.
1: Um, I didn't work on the team, so I don't have the numbers at my fingertips right now. Okay. But I think when you stumble on a good show and then you discover that they have this whole back catalog, it's like this, you know? 20 years from now, somebody's going to be like, what's this Dear Pod on Apple Podcasts? And they're going to see a backlog of 200-something episodes, three of which are uh, questionable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're gonna, it's going to be an exciting thing. It's like you found a gift that just keeps giving. It's a Russian nesting doll of episodes, and you're sitting on a gold mine. What about Mad Men?
0: I petered out. I mean, it's Elizabeth Moss. You can only, I can only do the stare until I'm turned into stone.
1: But it's not primarily no. the Moss.
0: She walks through that set, like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, she does that stare. Like she's in period costume, but she looks like this bitch is about to go postal.
1: Can you imagine dinner at Elizabeth Moss's house?
0: No, <laughs> it'd be like here's here's the thing. Hey, we have an invitation. Great. It is uh, Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Martin Luther King.
1: Oh, exciting! Yeah.
0: Uh, George Washington, Abe Lincoln,
1: great! Wow, what uh, what a list!
0: Your dead dad, really? Um, uh, and uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna have to say no to that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pass.
0: I'm gonna. That's a hard no.
1: Yeah, it would just be a bunch of really quiet people, and you'd hear all of the dishware.
0: You'd hear everybody chew.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And then her ginormous eyes would just be darting from person to person.
1: She'd be really close to you at certain Every points. Every time. Can I get you more salt? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Can you just get the wine while you're in there? More butter. Get the car. Let's get out of here.
0: I would, uh, no.
1: More butter. <laughs> I'm not going to dinner at Elizabeth Moss's house.
0: I'm not going to go to Natalie Merchant's house, and I'm not going to go to Elizabeth Moss's house. No.
1: There was another one that we had that we said we wouldn't go to dinner at their house.
0: Was it Sarah McLaughlin?
1: No, but God, no, that was if we went to a party. Oh, right. And they were all downstairs. And it's like, have you guys gone downstairs?
0: Don't bring your dog downstairs. Jewel
1: just showed up. No. Uh Uh-uh. No. Don't bring your dog downstairs. Don't bring your
0: dog downstairs. (laughs) Sarah McLaughlin's here.
1: (laughs) I just got it.
0: Everyone will start crying.
1: Wait, so don't bring your dog downstairs. Can you imagine a dog walking into a room with Sarah McLachlan, just stop and being like, "Oh <gasps> fuck, oh god,
0: not her again."
1: Who let her in? I'm not ready.
0: They warned me about this <laughs> at the kennel.
1: She's the Grim Reaper.
0: <laughs> I like, Oh fuck. Is it in my time?
1: The of the- god damn it! <clears throat> I'm a golden retriever. I have at least six years left.
0: <laughs> I've never seen my dog put his upon his hip like that. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me?
1: He walks in the, Jenny walks in the room. Sarah McLaughlin is there. Hey, have you met our... Ta- Jenny? <laughs> Jenny!
0: She has jumped up... I don't know where she went. ...a pipe and out the window. Inside
1: you. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's shimmying down the side. She's like, I
0: gotta get out of this You guys,
1: McLaughlin is upstairs. Do not go in there.
0: It's not for me. It's not, not for me. Not right. like anything is wrong with that.
1: No, no, no. I'm sure she's very talented.
0: I'm sure she is. I just can't make it through that song.
1: I can't imagine seeing a Sarah McLachlan concert. I used to be a big Sarah McLachlan fan. In college, no surprise. These are my Velvet Choker floral dress days. Yes, and Doc Martens. You know, everything that's trendy now.
0: Okay, so this is the person that you are. So I do have questions because as someone who dated um, a closeted lesbian who liked... um. Sarah McLaughlin and Tori Monty Amos DeFranco, and all that, Yeah, I don't understand the point of that type of concert because from what I've been indoctrinated <laughs> into listening to does not seem like a fun time.
1: You will not be seeing a confetti cannon go off at a Sarah McLaughlin concert. You will not see backup dancers. Right. Yeah.
0: What am I getting?
1: Glitter. There will be no This is like a
0: really sad journal for like two hours, am I right? Exactly,
1: and just girls crying in the audience.
0: Okay, so what is the selling point of that?
1: Well, I got to be honest. Now, I like this female folk rock thing. I came up sort of listening to it in college. Don't get me wrong.
0: I understand that, and I respect it. I just don't understand two plus hours of it. Well,
1: I wouldn't do it. I've never seen them in concert, except for Ani DeFranco. And that's when I brought Jules to the concert, and he was mistaken for a lesbian. Fine. Which, let's be honest, you Uh, know. Okay. And uh, to see her live, I really thought, because I was like, that is, is it gonna, I don't know. I was aching to see live music. I dragged Jules to Ani DeFranco, and it was awesome.
0: What year was this?
1: 2022. This was just in the fall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I a- like to push our marriage.
0: Yeah, I, that would push me. And now what <laughs> song would I know that she sings?
1: Let me just think. Wow. Can we just... So
0: you're a big fan.
1: No, no, I'm a you're huge a fan. fan. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what Long-time you might listener, know. First time. <laughs> first time listener. <laughs> Not a pretty girl. <laughs> that speaks to me (laughs) I just
0: snotted uncontrollably from my nose
1: that is (laughs) don't judge me that
0: is the name of the most popular song you know no he's got a lot
1: of popular songs that's just one of them that's the first one I grabbed
0: not a pretty Uh, girl
1: let's see Uh, Napoleon okay dilate anybody (laughs) see I'm not gonna Anything that you're gonna know what it is. She's not mainstream.
0: I, I know, I got it from Dialate.
1: She's opening for Mariah Carey.
0: Never gonna happen.
1: Oh my God. Can you
0: imagine the different green rooms?
1: <laughs> Keep that bitch away from me. I smell <laughs> patchouli.
0: Annie DeFranco's got like, or Annie. What? what?
1: Annie. Annie.
0: <laughs> is it Annie or Annie? Annie. Annie. A-N-I
1: DeFranco. Annie DeFranco.
0: Okay. Annie. Annie. Annie, are you okay? She's got like a box fan. Some <laughs> like some like weird kombucha that she made.
1: This is Audie DeFranco's green room.
0: It's not Mariah Carey's with a box <laughs> fan.
1: Why wouldn't <clears throat> she have a box fan in there? She's walking around with one.
0: Why would she have a box her fan? Blowing hair. Why would she's a better fan than a box fan that you oh, buy at okay. Walmart. A
1: specific fan. Yes. Okay. So the Audie DeFranco green room or or what would be the uh what do you call call it? The rider for the contract.
0: I need a harsh overhead light bulb, Mm -hmm. no shade, um, uh, four different tapestries that you found on a roadside somewhere.
1: (laughs) Multiple carpets.
0: Multiple carpets. (laughs) Lots
1: of different looks. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, Obviously a a dusty old box fan.
1: Which is also my drag name.
0: Right. Um, uh, I'd like all the windows closed. Yeah. So everyone can smell me. (laughs) Because it's hot in there with that overhead light.
1: And then what's Mariah Carries? Mariah
0: Carries is like a like three thousand uh square foot all white uh, tapestry <laughs> from uh top to bottom, uh scented candles, a few. Plenty lights, of
1: windows, lots of sun.
0: <laughs> right. Some chamomile tea, some honey, um my floor lamps. Floor lamps, floor length mirror. Um
1: chamomile tea, please. I don't
0: know. <laughs> Know, sleepy What's your time, rider? Sleepy time tea. What
1: should be our rider for our live show at Caveat? We'll we'll, we'll throw them a rider and they'll laugh. It's going to be a, a riot. What would you require as a star to be in your room?
0: In my room?
1: Yeah, in your green room. Things that you want. I already know I want Chardonnay and uh, Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go high end because they're footing the bill for this. Right. Uh, multiple protein bars. Shh, we need okay. options. Okay. Okay, what else?
0: I would like a uh, rotisserie chicken.
1: Okay. Carved? Uh, not or carved Or in it its myself. original form? In
0: original state.
1: <laughs> Maybe with I a small- I just want a live chicken. <laughs> I want
0: a live chicken running throughout, <laughs> but with a small beret, as if it just <laughs> <gonna> escaped get... <laughs> Epcot.
1: <clears throat> Is it chicken a <laughs> pollo? Uh, uh, bonsoir! Get the pollo!
0: I would like uh, tequila, some kind of mixer- bunch oh. of limes okay um a, this uh, is
1: basically what I want on my deathbed I think that's what my rider has to be what do you on want? my
0: deathbed I would need a candle because I know that that room is gonna smell so bad
1: be specific about your candle because someone will put a vanilla scented thing there and that will be the death of you
0: that's fine because I'm already gonna die but you put that vanilla and you're gonna see my insides faster than you thought
1: okay all right because so we, we want to create out. death. We'll do that. Vanilla. I think Death I want a nice, vanilla. clean linen, or even like a, I'm really enjoying a tobacco scent lately in a candle.
0: Okay, I don't understand what the fuck is the scent of linen. I've put my face into linen. It doesn't smell like anything. So when you spray it, that's, I don't know, what what is this? This it's, is like saying, oh, it smells like diamonds. Diamonds don't smell.
1: I beg to differ, because I had Elizabeth Taylor's white diamonds when I was in high school. Let's not forget and it smelled like crazy old lady. And that's wow. how I smelled for two years of my high school experience. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Lee. And I'm Miss Piggy. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar and the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Hello! Classic, simple, clean, no accents involved. No. You're welcome. But this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you all sorts of accents because we are bringing you the advice articles of Anne Landers and Dear Abby. We're putting them on stage and then we're giving them a dialect coach and we're saying, you don't sound like you're Irish at all. If you don't mind my saying or you have a bad habit. (laughs) So get in your luge and don't do anything offensive. But you can be as offensive as you want because we are. Over here. And we're doing it live. So come and check us out at Caveat in NYC on April 19th. That is a Wednesday, April 19th at 9.30 p.m. We'll be doing a live show of Dear Pod. This very comedy advice podcast. There will be booze, There will be laughs. The tears will roll down your legs. So come and check it out. Caveat.nyc. That's C-A-V-E-A-T dot N-Y-C. Well, that's a great ad for them. Congratulations. You're welcome. That's great. I just came up with that. It's That's a little great. fixodent or whatever that like toothpaste ad from the fifties. And while you're at it, damn it, check out our website, dearpodofficial.com, or follow us on your social medias at dearpodofficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face, email us your advice questions, and we shall answer it right here on the air. Check us out, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at <clears throat> me 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 dearpodofficial on Instagram, and send us a question. We shall answer it right here, on the air, for you. We do Instagram mail every week. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, including special birthday shout-outs. We get extra fun things for you if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash So this week, every week, in case you're tuning in for the first time, you lucky SOBs, you have over 200 episodes to binge the back catalog, even though Paddy has admitted today he's not a binger. You don't binge. Like, when you go to sit down and watch things, you don't just go from one ep to the next to the next to the next. Just let it ride.
0: It depends.
1: On the show. Correct. Okay. Like, Great British Bake Off. Very mm, bingeable. (gasps) Yeah, but I mean... No. So this week, we have a theme. We have themes every week, and this week's theme is airplanes. We're talking about air travel. Helicopters in your hot air balloons. I did look up hot air balloons because I was curious if that could also. It goes under the umbrella of air travel. Did more people use hot air balloons from get to get from point A to point B ever? Like, what was the point of the hot air balloon? Aside from just going up and going down,
0: I don't understand a hot air balloon.
1: I don't know who invented it. I don't know if it was meant to be like you know what was
0: the wizard from the (sighs) Wizard of Oz.
1: I have to get down to Fort Lauderdale for a conference. Let's just take the hot air balloon. Can you book me two tickets on a hot air balloon?
0: On a what now?
1: Hot air balloon. They're there. It's United.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So just two first class. Um, well, it's a, just one basket,
0: one cup. I don't like the per- I, I, That's like fun. That's like like <laughs> remixed. Oh, 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 oh yeah. like oh. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go to the balloon stand and then hang on to this, and then hope that I can get where I, I need to go.
1: And then I'm gonna put a flame underneath it.
0: What and could then possibly I'm go put wrong?
1: Four bodies in a wicker basket around the flame. Right. And that's how I'm gonna get to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: really hope that I can steer this around these power lines.
1: And trees. I hope I can get it above the trees. How high up can you go?
0: So the I guess when you have to do a hot air balloon, you wake up with the ass crack of dawn. Yes. And you do like a little jazzy jazz over like a field <laughs> and then you come down.
1: That's it. That's your experience.
0: So you've wasted- $200. $200. You've gone to bed early. You've ruined your day unless you take a nap.
1: You've got to take a nap, but your whole experience is done by 8 a.m.
0: You're like, oh, look at that, and we're down.
1: Yeah, that was it. And now you go go to Denny's.
0: That seems like crap to me.
1: (laughs) This is bullshit. What is this bullshit?
0: I think what's better is looking at a picture of people in it than actually being in
1: it or just a picture of it far far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if Marcus was like I want to go in a hot air balloon? He doesn't. Oh. Does he not like Does he not like the flight?
0: No, I'm telling you. Oh. So tell <laughs> I'm telling him that. through you. That's a waste of money. It's
1: not happening. Right. What about a helicopter ride? No. Oh, <gasps> really? Me and Jules did a helicopter ride in uh Hawaii. Very worth it. Uh, see, no. Best part is you can't talk to each other. Well, That's the way to travel. Get them in a helicopter. Because the whole time you're just like, I can't hear you. Propellers.
0: See, I don't understand the point of that.
1: Well, I think if you're rich, it's a different situation. Because don't rich people have Blade, which is the yeah. rich person's Uber? Taxi. Yeah. Basically, it's like, I just want to get to the Hamptons. Order me a Blade.
0: Yeah, I'll be there in a half an hour as opposed to four hours.
1: Exactly. Have you ever had to order a Blade? Yeah, all the time. Oh! <gasps> How what's do you know the cost of that? Like how much does it cost to blade from from New York City to like the hand?
0: Depends. Like between five and eight thousand dollars.
1: No! Just a pot one way? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh uh. <laughs> uh no.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's fascinating.
1: And that is just a drop in the bucket?
0: For some, yeah.
1: What the hell?
0: I don't need to go anywhere for $5,000 like that.
1: I want a helicopter. I just want my own.
0: Careful what you wish for.
1: We could land it in the backyard. Yeah. This helicopter is such a pain in the ass to keep up. It's,
0: it's hard to lower down.
1: It's just gassing it. <laughs> I just drop like it down it <laughs> in a Sunoco in New Jersey. Oh, shit. Her helicopter's coming in again. Oh, I beheaded the gas attendant.
0: Like all the power lines are now wrapped around your propeller.
1: Can somebody help me? Can you come out here and undo this?
0: Everyone's decapitated. Everyone's just walking around like the (laughs) walking dead.
1: So we're talking about air travel this week, everybody. Airplanes, uh, odds and ends. So why don't you kick us off, Patty? Oh, we got to talk about mh 370 too, because that's the... uh, the thing on Netflix Malaysia Malaysia.
0: This is from the Beckley Post Herald The Rally Register Beckley, West Virginia Saturday, June 7th, 1975. Dear Abby, I work in the security screening area of a large international airport and I have a complaint to register. Many people are insulted when we check them and their ha- check them and their hand luggage. They curse us under their breath, give us dirty looks and make us make snide remarks like, "Do I look like I'd hijack a plane? Obviously, most don't, but everyone must be checked regardless. Some travelers have exploded in anger because they have had only a few minutes in which to catch their planes, and they found themselves in a long line of people who must wait their turn to go through security. Naturally, some miss their flights, and then they blame us. But it's their fault, not ours, for not having enough time, allowing allowing themselves enough time to make it to their planes. You would do a great public service, Abby, if you would print this with a plea for a little more patience and consideration on the part of air travelers. We're only doing our job. Signed, hey girly, in L.A.
1: Is it really signed that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dear hey, the Federal Aviation Administration told Congress that in 1974, during the security check, more than 2,400 firearms were confiscated and more than 3,500 persons were arrested. It was the second consecutive year without one successful Hijacking of a U.S. airliner. Mm. Two 2 would-be hijackers surrendered, and the third committed suicide. Oh. What a wonderful what a way to lovely. end that. <laughs> Congratulations. What a lovely
1: goodbye. What
0: a good button.
1: Yeah. And suicide. death. Yeah. Suicide. Uh, do you get f- stopped a lot at the TSA? No. Well, you don't have that look about you that says shady. Why do I get stopped all the time? I don't know. There must be some... Whenever whenever you see the consistency of the people that they're pulling to the side, you're like, did you get some sort of tip that like gingers are bringing a bomb on board?
0: Do you have something stuck in your pocket?
1: No, it's not my body. It's... They don't stop me from my body <laughs> yet. They stop me for my bag. They always want to sift through my shit.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: Yeah. But when I go through that like top to bottom scanner... Every single time, there's something on my left side, like by my heart, Uh that's tipping them off. It might be the fact that it's made out of metal. Tin? Yes.
0: Maybe you have some kind of tracking device that you don't know about. Maybe Jim has put something in you.
1: (laughs) As I slept, because he knows he could do anything to me when I sleep because I die. Well, because I mean,
0: if you're not going to do it while you're awake, you might as well do it Every while you're time asleep. I wake
1: up, I'm like, my jaw hurts. I'm so sore. I have had a dream about eating an Did ice I cream cone. spill aid So there's something here that sets them off every time. And then I have to get molested by the TSA gal.
0: Huh? I,
1: I get assigned a lady. Oh. 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 And then I sing her Annie DeFranco songs while she frisks me. It's lovely. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah, so I don't know what this is. But it makes the TSA want to pat me down every time.
0: What if they just slapped you down?
1: <laughs> they do, but they do, Patty, because they have to be like, I'm using the palms of my heels, and and they just whack me.
0: You know what? I'm I like? must
1: be getting punked whenever I travel.
0: I'd like it if they like lay down on the ground and they walked on top of you, so like <sighs> they did like a little like back Thai adjustment. Massage, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, like, this is not what I expected.
0: And then they, like, flip over. like, oh, fuck no.
1: (laughs) No, then I'd be like, yes, I am flying United all the time. You
0: step on your dick. I'm like, ma'am.
1: Spirit air. Yeah. Different TSA. (laughs) Hard Hard as a rock. (laughs) (laughs) That's their tagline now. (laughs) Do you have a memory of the worst flight you've ever had?
0: The worst? No. I, no.
1: Like, I've never... I think once, it's going to sound bougie, I was flying from France to England. That's when I lived in England. And uh, air flight was all, air travel was wicked cheap when I lived over there. Also, it was part of like Student Travel Association. So you could fly for like 25 pounds from England to any point in Europe, which is so nuts. I mean, it was like being in an Indiana Jones bus. Sure. There were chickens in crates and like goats walking around. But you're like, fuck it. I'm 25. I could die here. I wouldn't know.
0: I'll fuck that chicken.
1: Absolutely. But, uh, yes, first class. That's a first class ticket on the EasyJet. I don't know that EasyJet exists anymore.
0: It, I think it does.
1: But flying back, we hit turbulence and that's the kind of turbulence like you're in the movie airplane (laughs) you know boobs shaking
0: it's starting to shimmy
1: i know there's (laughs) jello everywhere and it was dipping and rising and dipping and rising and i have never felt ear pain like that before to the point where i was like this is where my head explodes
0: you walk into the (laughs) the cockpit i put my hand upon my head when i dip (laughs) dip,
1: dip. oh my god (laughs) oh my god oh my god (laughs) <laughs> that was the only time that I was like, well, see this is I've had a good run. <laughs> Twenty-one years old, like, well, I've lived a life.
0: Captain, I'm sorry, the patients or the patients. The, the um the the first class uh is, is vomiting. Can you can we change the song maybe? <laughs>
1: So, sorry about that. Uh, do it to me one more time. One
0: hey, day Macarena. Day. No. Maybe not the Macarena either.
1: <laughs> Every time they have to stand up and dance. Stop <laughs> it.
0: Every time they do, the plane drops and then goes back up.
1: <laughs> oh, vomit! All right. I have an article for you. I'm sure I do. Hold on, please. Let me find it. Let me find. All right, this one comes from the Delaware Gazette. Delaware, Ohio. Oh, that was a twist I did not see coming. August 13, 1987. Airplane air no good. Dear Ann Landers, I have been out of the country twice in the last three years and had a wonderful vacation both times. After I returned to the States, I came down with a terrible respiratory infection. Is this you, Patty? Uh. Uh, kay? I am absolutely certain that my illnesses were caused by the stale air in the planes. I'm due for another vacation, but I'm afraid to risk an overseas trip. I was told by an airline employee that the mechanism to bring in fresh air from the outside is very costly to use, so most airlines turn it on as seldom as possible. One would think that the price of an airline ticket would entitle a passenger to good quality air, at least good enough so that the passengers wouldn't get sick. I am tired of the smokers on the planes taking the blame for the awful pollution. Will you please address this problem in your column? I am sure that other frequent air passengers feel as I do. Signed, Constant Reader, USA. Dear Reader, I went straight to the top with your complaint. Robert (laughs) Robert L. Crandall, chairman and president of American Airlines, was pleased to be able to respond publicly. This is his answer. The air quality aboard airplanes gets lots of attention from every airline. In fact, the FAA requires that the air in aircraft passenger compartments meet prescribed oxygen content levels. To ensure high quality fresh air, commercial jet airliners change the cabin air with outside fresh air every two to five minutes. This is much more frequent than in public buildings or office areas. In spite of some perceived problems associated with smoking on aircraft, recent studies show that the cabin air is superior to the air we breathe in shopping and work locations. I am not aware of any date which suggests that commercial air transportation is a casual or contributory factor in infections or other forms of sickness. So there you have it, folks. I suspect the people who get sick when they return from a trip either picked up a bug while traveling or they returned exhausted. Easy, pray for colds, flu, etc. Wow, that was lengthy. Open up a window. You're on a plane? Just open up a window. <laughs> Let some fresh air in. Whatever. <laughs> and you have to book flights all the time, but it's different, you know? What? I just want the shittiest, give me the basic economy. I'm not looking for anything fancy. I just want to get from my body from point A to point B.
0: With maybe some luggage.
1: I'm not even asking for that at this point. I know
0: I just travel with a backpack.
1: Now I just travel with all the clothes I want to wear stacked on top yeah. of me. Like shirts over shirts over shirts yeah. over pants over pants. I think I'm going to have to do that at this point. Because when you go to buy a ticket now, it is a nightmare. You can't just... get. You have to... It, you know how you like you could pick your seat before? The, whatever. Now... If you just want to pick your seat in general, you have to pay in advance to even just pick your seat. Uh-huh. At this point, I think there's actually no seats on the plane. That if you want to sit down, you actually I have to buy your physical seat and bring it on with you.
0: I try to buy a ticket and you can't there's like no carry-on. No. It's like your personal thing and that's it.
1: And even that, they're like, you're lucky if it's a wallet. That's right. all you can do. <laughs> You better put it inside you to travel.
0: You're going to have to put those Tic Tacs down.
1: (laughs) No, there's no room for you on board. So did you see you can buy like bundles and stuff now? Yeah. What the hell is this?
0: I don't, this is why I'm going to get my own plane.
1: At this point, that's what you're forcing me to do.
0: Yeah. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? It's
1: bad when they make like bus travel look good. It made me want to take a Greyhound and just leave five days earlier.
0: Nothing, nothing sounds great about bus travel.
1: Not even the hua bus from no. New York to Boston that no. constantly explodes.
0: No, no. I
1: like to, to know that I may or may not get there.
0: Yeah, it's like a, like. What's that smell?
1: <laughs> it's a hua bus. Yeah, it exploded, but now it's nuts. So I, I'm like, it's not even worth it when you look at it. By the time you're done, like what the price was, it was really cheap. It was like two hundred bucks round trip. Know, that's cheap. What? It was like 200 bucks around. Oh, I can't tell. I was having a stroke. You okay. No, I, I just wanted to like, I'm like, I don't want to say it out loud because it was cheap. So I was like, oh, great. But then you get in there and it's like, yeah, if you want to sit there, that's going to be an extra $50. You're getting grifted mm-hmm. on the, you, you like that Diet Coke? That'll be $18. It's You like that seat?
0: It's not fun anymore. It's like, it's not like worth it.
1: It wasn't fun to be. I think when they took the smoking out, it started to get less fun after that.
0: I'm surprised there weren't more fires in a plane.
1: I know. But also, I like that they thought that the curtain would stop. That a curtain divides the smoking and the non-smoking. So that everybody back in coach would be like, I can't smell that lucky strike at all.
0: Well, it's not even like a fire curtain. They call it a fire curtain, but it's not.
1: Did they really call it a fire curtain? I think
0: so. I remember like my school auditorium had a fire curtain. Oh, that's
1: different. Those things, if that fire curtain drops on you, you're dead. There's like a weight on it.
0: It's just like what? Just an asbestos curtain?
1: No, but this is like just a flimsy piece of, it's like somebody's blouse.
0: Something that you got at Bed Bath & Beyond.
1: Exactly. It's a shower curtain. Yeah.
0: God rest its soul. Bed Bath & Beyond. What do you mean? I think They're all closing. They've gone to the great. I knew that was going to happen. They've gone to the great.
1: They're beyond. Beyond. Wow. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Bed Bath & Beyond, but let's be honest.
0: I never needed anything there.
1: No. And and when you went in, I was like, why is it more expensive? That's why they kept giving you the 20% coupons. I'm like, why don't you just mark everything 20% down and fuck the coupons?
0: I don't know. Why am I lost in here?
1: I don't know. Where is the bath of the Bed Bath?
0: Where is the bathroom? <laughs> Why is it so far away?
1: Sir, that's a display toilet that you're sitting on there? Well,
0: this is not a display poop, so someone's going to have to fix it. <laughs> so
1: go get me some towels, Catherine. <laughs> I just
0: thought this was an open concept. I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Where do you, you live? You had all these
0: air fresheners next to it, I just assumed.
1: You have everything I need. Cedar mothballs? Let's do this.
0: I don't know. But I'll tell you, I just pressed my shirt. <laughs>
1: I love here. the idea of living in a Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Everything you need is there, sir. Those Keurig machines are display only. I beg to differ. Now, will you get out of my kitchen? I don't know. This is
0: my third cup. If it's display only, it's making great coffee.
1: Yeah, great. Now plug in that that blender. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to live in a Bed Bath and Beyond.
0: I don't know, but who would say, whoever wants this tushy now, it's probably on discount. <laughs> am I right?
1: Go get the toilet brush. It's aisle six. <laughs> I can wait. Oh, Bed Bath. All right, hit me.
0: This is from the Santa Maria Times, Santa Maria, California, January 6th. Oh, God. 1962.
1: (laughs) It's the new 9-11.
0: Dear Abby, I recently completed my training and am now an airline hostess. My boyfriend keeps threatening to break off with me if I stick with this job. He thinks it offers too many opportunities to meet other men. I love my boyfriend, but I also love my job, and I'm tired of fighting with him about it. How can I convince him, convince my boyfriend that flying is no threat to our love? So far, all I've met on the job are tired, old, married men. Signed, In the Air. That's the spirit. <laughs> That's the spirit burn, airline. Burn the village down. Okay. Dear End, if you need my help in persuading your boyfriend that not all airline hostesses are high flyers, you'd better forget him. A jealous earth man is no match for a girl with wings.
1: How did oh. this? How was this a thing that, like, you know, airline st- like stewardesses? I'll call them in in the spirit of the time that sure. these all things were written. Were like the hotsy totsy hookers, right? I, I don't know how it all started. They are not anymore. Have you flown Spirit?
0: <laughs> I just can't like I just can't imagine looking around and being like. Yeah, these everyone here on this plane—they just fuck each other.
1: Yeah, have you ever seen somebody attractive on a plane, sitting in coach?
0: You mean working?
1: Yeah. Oh, either. No. Well, I've seen ha- I've seen hot people working because remember Virgin Atlantic? Virgin Atlantic was like the girls gone wild of yeah, air flight. Uh, yes. It was everybody was hot, and you're like, I'm confused, and I want to be able to the ask. Who's you flying for the a plane? Pillow.
0: They're like, we don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But every now and then, like, a beach blanket bingo dance just broke out. They're like, do, 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 do. we work for Virgin Airlines. It's like those dance breaks in Austin Powers movies.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's what JetBlue used to be before JetBlue became, like, an asshole airline.
1: Yeah. And then they just – and then and then the ladies and the guys aged right. with the airline.
0: Right. So, so that's – th- what I don't understand is, like, so everyone thinks, like, uh, a flight attendant just – Is on the plane to fuck everybody, including the the pilots, because oh they're wearing a uniform
1: and she's handing out nuts. Right. Do you think that every because essentially I never would have.
0: I never would have. That's I never in my wildest dream be like oh well. It's like well I don't know what else we're gonna do. Anyone want to (laughs) fuck? No. I'm
1: up here for like six hours. Do you want to fuck in this bathroom? Oh yeah, this
0: one bathroom that's been working after I just served uh, beef taco night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the entire plane, and now it just smells like a giant outhouse? Yeah, take me in there, and let's turn on that harsh light, and then fuck me in here.
1: And it's two feet yeah. by two Genius. feet? Genius. Yeah, yeah, we can both wedge in yeah. there. Yeah, I'm Barely. sure we can
0: be really quiet. Like, let's do, like, kidnapper sex.
1: <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Yeah. I gag you. short up! But over, like, the, the whir of the engines, right. baby, I don't know. Yeah. I, also, I, I mean... Think about it, this not, not to minimize the, the flight attendant position because, you know, they do a lot more than just wait on you, but you well, don't yes. go to restaurants being like, well, I guess I'll just fuck the waitress because, you know, she's a waitress.
0: Right. The other thing is about airline travel is um, it does a number on your stomach, right?
1: Yeah. It's the air.
0: So if that's what's happening... What makes anyone think that people really are starting to want to get it on because you're just, you're going to have a Starbucks moment.
1: I know. And just the, like, uh, I don't know. We have a friend who whenever he takes off, if we are flying with him, because of the air change or whatever the cabin pressure is, he literally falls asleep like he passes out. He'll, like, be mid-talk with you, just mid-word, just fall dead asleep.
0: Until the end of the... Yep,
1: and then he lands. Which can't be healthy. No,
0: no, no! Until he
1: levels out, he's up Oh, I did not oh. know that. I he's thought that he was that. out for the whole thing. Oh,
0: see, I kind of do that too, though.
1: You pass out during the ascent?
0: <clears throat> well, I'm just—I get—I guess I'm just like tired, and I'm just like I can—I can fall asleep, and then I'll wake up.
1: Oh, I can't fall. asleep. But
0: I—I wake up and I'm like, ah! and then I'm
1: just—I'm
0: <laughs> like all oh, of a time.
1: Okay, please. we're at thirty thousand feet. Okay. You would totally be everybody. sitting next to me on a flight, too. And
0: just, like, like spill everyone's shit.
1: Sorry, can I get some napkins over here? <laughs> All right, I have a final article for you. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This one comes from the Los Angeles Times. Los Angeles, guess where? California. August 9, 1992. Airline food was not the culprit. Dear Anne. On May twenty-six, I boarded a plane for San, in San Francisco headed for the People's Republic of China. Here we China. go. <laughs> China. This was supposed to be the thrill of a lifetime. I had saved and planned for years to make that trip and had looked forward to it with eager anticipation. After four hours in the air, a flight attendant came by and asked about my choice for dinner. I could have either the barbecued beef ribs... No. What? ...or the chicken... I thought the ribs might be a bit greasy, so I chose the chicken. About 30 minutes after eating the dinner, I began to have severe abdominal cramps and started to vomit. By the time we arrived in Tokyo, I was very weak but decided to go on to Beijing with the tour. When we reached Beijing, I went right to the bed at the hotel. The hotel staff was so worried about me, they sent a doctor to my room. He said I had a severe case of salmonella food poisoning, was badly dehydrated, and should return to the States as soon as possible. Upon arriving home, I wrote the airline and explained what had happened. They replied that such a thing could not have happened, even though I had sent a copy of the receipt from the Chinese doctor who had attended me in Beijing. Several months ago, I read about a high government official who was traveling to the United States from an important meeting in Europe. While on the plane, he was served a fish dinner that made him ill. Upon arriving in the United States, he was hospitalized for two days. So you see, it has happened before. I wonder how many others have had a similar experience. I also wonder how many times these passengers have been told by the airlines that it wasn't possible." Maybe if you'd ask your readers to share their experiences about airline food, this sort of thing would happen less often. Signed, DS, in Rochester, New York.
0: DS.
1: DS! Dear up, D! Up, DS! Yes! Dear S, I do not doubt for a minute that you had a bad case of salmonella, but any doctor will tell you that it could not have been caused by the food you ate on that plane. If you became violently ill within 30 minutes after eating, the problem was caused by something you ate before you bought it. According to my personal physician, Dr. Jerry Smith, it takes 24 to 48 hours for salmonella to get you. Also, if that chicken was bad, your fellow passengers who had it would have been sick right along with you. So, my dear, don't blame the airline. Ayan my nightmare is being sick in another country. Did you expect me to say something else? Yes. (laughs) What did you expect? Is vomiting on a United Airlines flight to Beijing?
0: First of all, what are our food options? (laughs) Chicken? Uh Uh-huh. And barbecued? No.
1: No. No. Beef ribs.
0: Spicy? No.
1: Keep it simple, Airlines. I say this, but then I was like, when, if you've ever actually sat in first class, have you flown first class?
0: Once. Same.
1: And once you see how the other side lives, it is real tough to go back to coach. Yeah. You accept that you're going to get your little, you know, your two sad biscotti cookies in the back, and you're not getting the full tilt experience in the right. front. I actually liked my... Airline food in first class because they keep shoveling down your gullet because they don't want you to complain. They don't want to hear from you. So just keep shoveling food down. But still,
0: it's airline food.
1: At the end of the day, yes. It's It's not Wolfgang Puck.
0: It's a hot pocket with like a cloth (coughs) napkin.
1: Some of the first classers, though, you'll get like, oh, I'll have a spaghetti bolognese. Yes.
0: Again, it's not like she's up in the front, like, the worst place in London. She, it's not like she, she's, she's not like mama sauteing. celeste no she's no. not like rolling meatballs on her inner thigh and like <laughs> whipping up a, a sauce she still has to like <laughs> beep beep it's, and put in the microwave and then give it to you like mm, fresh out of the oven what oven the easy bake in the front
1: the, yes it's just under a little light bulb oh but my
0: viking stove in the back you cunt
1: <laughs> it's
0: the yes. microwave right here what are you, I'm a stewardess. I'm not a chef.
1: But I feel the same way about Starbucks when I go there and I get food. I'm like, I I am seeing that you're putting it in this little sad microwave. After still they take it out it. of a
0: plastic sack. Oh, yes. So it is preservatives, fake, zip it up, and then easy bake oven. And you like, right out of the oven. Food. It's like,
1: it's, <laughs> is <Fresh>. it? <laughs> it's blazing hot. Yeah. So yeah. Why is
0: it so fucking hot? <laughs>
1: Jesus. We just
0: came out of the oven. You didn't make it. You heated it. Why is it so fucking hot? I don't understand
1: why they can channel the sun in those microwaves. Why is it my microwave takes 50 shots to get something remotely warm, and whatever they're using at Starbucks is like, well, we found the molten magma core of the earth, and we just stuck a little straw down there.
0: I have to order it, open the bag up, Walk around the block seven <laughs> a few times, times. Get in my building. Walk up seven flights, and then hope to Christ that this, like, spot on the sun has cooled down so I can chew once without once. burning the roof of my mouth. And
1: when you pop open the bag, it's like that scene in a uh, in Christmas Vacation when they explode the turkey, and it's just like pss, ah, and all the steam comes yeah, up.
0: Yeah, you have a third degree burn from the steam that comes out of this. <laughs>
1: But it's worth it for the egg white bite. Like, I bites. thought this
0: was a donut.
1: <laughs> Jesus. I ordered the banana I bread.
0: S- I said, heat it up, not burn it up.
1: What did you do? It's the devil. <laughs> the devil's asshole. <laughs> I went to Japan. And on the, I never ate seafood before I went to Japan. And then I went to Japan and I still didn't eat seafood.
0: Did you go to Japan?
1: I went to Japan.
0: Okay.
1: And there was seafood in Japan. Strange. Which is supposed to be some of the best seafood, because Japan. I, you know. The password is? Japan. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's going to think all of my codes are Japan now. <laughs> this is like
0: B-W's Playhouse.
1: Everybody drink Nobody's... when she says Japan. Don't
0: say the secret word. <laughs> Japan.
1: <laughs> and on the flight on the way home, that's when I from decided. From Japan. From Japan. I was like, now I'm ready to eat seafood on a flight. Again. And I had like, like. Shrimp and pasta or something?
0: Shrimp and pasta.
1: On a flight. Wait. From Japan.
0: In a sushi roll? No. Oh, just shrimp. You had shrimp and pasta on a plane. Like an Italian
1: dish. Right. On a plane from Japan. And by any chance,
0: (laughs) did you see anyone with a chef's hat and apron while you were boarding the plane?
1: I did not. Right. And did you
0: see a fisherman anywhere?
1: The Gortons? No. Right. I did not. No
0: one in a yellow slicker. So you're like, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do? I am going to wait until
1: a 15 hour flight.
0: Right. I'm going to sit down. So my body is now bloated from the air pressure. I'm now going to have a plate of carbs and a questionable fish dish at the same time.
1: (laughs) It was very good.
0: From a Chef, who is actually just a flight attendant with a microwave and an ability to hit numbers.
1: I saw a quickly. picture of a chef. Right on the side of the plane, the car that brought the food that loaded it up. Sky chef.
0: Sky chef. Yeah. Right. If he was a sky chef, he would be <laughs> he in the at, sky.
1: He looked Italian. But he's not. <laughs> I ate. A seafood carbonara. Can you imagine? Flight. If there was like
0: part of the part of the uh the plane is like a, a full blown kitchen, but like it's like one of those restaurants in New York where you hear everything from the kitchen.
1: Oh, yeah, like a cheesecake factory. So it's open. Right. Yeah so you
0: hear everyone just screaming.
1: Can I get it? fire up five? Fire up five. This flight, this flight is not relaxing at all.
0: 34A has sent back her spaghetti with shrimp. Ooh! Who sent back the of spaghetti?
1: God damn it! Go back and do it again! I go speak to her!
0: You don't like the spaghetti?
1: I just... I didn't... You don't it, like the
0: spaghetti? It,
1: fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> is this is the last time I fly to Fort Lauderdale!
0: <laughs> get off my plane!
1: <laughs> but there's no way to get out with 35,000... Get off my plane! 000- okay, I'll just... I'll eat it! Mmm! He, drag- he
0: drags you to the toilet and gives you like a swirling. Like, this is in real water. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> it smells like blue. Yeah. Spaghetti carbonara. Well. I really like to take a risk on a long flight.
0: I guess. I'm I like, do. I'll just I'll just have the bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have the blue chips. Yeah. That's all they're ever handing out now.
0: I mean, it's always a gamble to have carbonated beverages on the a- because you're just kind of
1: just expanding it's like a blowfish yeah you're like uh, Violet yeah in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Correct. just boop 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 popping buttons can it pops oh god I can't wait to fly Can't wait to fly. I can't. I also can't wait to see what fresh hell awaits me because I feel like I haven't flown in a while. So I don't really know what to expect. And after I had to, like, look at bundles and stuff like that, I'm going to be lucky if I have a seat when I walk in there.
0: It's a GoFundMe. You uh, you got your your, (laughs) you you got your seat. Now let's get two wings. Am I right? You
1: guys, I'm raising money for clean air on the flight. Just just air. They're going to let me have air. That's all. They're going to let me and breathe. And did you want
0: a pilot on your plane? Because that's another 250.
1: Okay, I'll just add that to the GoFundMe. That's fine. And
0: for landing, did you want tires? Did you just want to take a risk and I'll off take the, the risk uh, on runway? that. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's where I will cut corners. Okay. Yeah, you got to okay. land somewhere yeah. eventually. Okay. Is it it's possible a pointless thing to watch? that the bottom of the Indian Ocean is so... Deep that like we would never find anything. Yeah. But how fast do you got to be going to like like like? There's pieces of this stuff that's fl- floatable.
0: I I'm a, I don't know. I've never crashed into <laughs> it. I'm assuming that it's not great.
1: You've said that for the record, <laughs> and we've noted it. Thank you. And I just want to put the word "yet" at the end of that sentence.
0: I mean. You know when they say, like, off of, like, a certain diving platform, you really need to be careful, otherwise you can injure yourself. Break your head. Right. So imagine you're speeding through the air in a metal frame Uh and then slam into the ocean.
1: Yeah, if you went face down.
0: Right. I don't know. And then everything collapses around you and just... I, I can't, I don't know. I've never been in a plane crash.
1: Okay, well, let me know, will you? Knock on wood. Everybody, thank God the Maha'a is made of so much wood. Thank God for Jules's wood. Yes. And thank God for Instagram mail. Are you ready? Yes. It's time, time for, for Instagram, Instagram, mail, Instagram mail, Instagram mail. I I'm just not found some pieces <laughs> of a plane that were on this shore. How come the entire Navy didn't think to look at this and the Coast Guard? <laughs> but yet, I was here with my metal detector from 1983 looking for coins. <laughs> and I found half of MH370.
0: But Carl from the Cock Robin just found the wing and a missing head.
1: <laughs> Cock Robin. <laughs> 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 but I wanted to see my name. Cock coming at you. That's right. We've got Instagram mail. Email us at dearpod at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial. Send us an advice question if you would like the both of us to answer it right here on the air and we're complete unqualified jackasses. We're ready to do so. So uh, what you waiting for? Hit me up. Hit us, Patty. Hit us. (laughs) (laughs) I've never crashed a plane before. I have never crashed a plane. But I'm young.
0: Never have I ever.
1: Oh, I love that game.
0: Crashed a plane. Oh.
1: Everybody drink. Wait a minute. Why isn't Patrick drinking? <laughs> All right. So I they-
0: was in my fraternity,
1: oh. and uh, <laughs> crazy story, you guys. Crazy story.
0: Dear Pod, I never thought I'd be the person who was afraid of aging, but here I am. It's an anxiety that has been slowly creeping. Yesterday, I got an AARP magazine in the mail, and I had a full-blown panic attack. I'm 58, but I don't feel like it. I also feel like I'm not where I want to be. Any advice on how to handle this overwhelming and sudden fear of my own mortality? Signed,
1: Holy shit, I'm old! Ooh, that was a good read. Thank you. Mm.
0: Dear Holy, Aging is like the Kardashians. You can't stop it. While the actual number can be jarring, it is more about how you feel. Despite the saying, It is better to look good than to feel good. Compare the sex in the city cast versus the Golden Girls. Allegedly, they are the same age. Let that be your guide. Next, Next, Get your name off that damn AARP, AARP mailing list and anything like the Life Alert, the Easy Lift, the Craftmatic adjustable bed, Easy Spirit, and turn off your damn QVC. If you keep surrounding yourself with these senior items, you will become you'll become one faster than you can say "Oops, I crapped my pants."
1: Um, somebody as a joke signed me up for AARP. Somebody named Brad, we found, was at the base of that. I won't say the last name. I won't say it's Zibel. No. Well, not at all. As a joke, sign uh, me up for AARP. And I got a card in the mail, and I almost lost my mind when I did see that. But now, here's the thing. it's your Your stars are aging with us. So George Clooney was on the cover of AARP magazine. Not too long ago. I know this because Jules is getting stuff from AARP legitimately. Okay. And we can really use that to get into cheap movies and stuff. Okay. But I was like, God, George Clooney is on the cover of AARP. Well, yeah. You You don't think you're old until you see your bands age. Like, you know, I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. And I look at them and I'm like, oh, my God, our bands, the bands are aging with us, you know? These people that were bad. Mariah Carey. Let's be honest. She's aging with us. So <laughs> I don't know
0: sorry. where you fell. Like
1: <laughs> it's in her writer Pearl to the- Jam
0: and Mariah Carey in the same sense.
1: It's not. It wasn't in the same thought. Right. Was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe there was a,
0: there was a song that came on my Sonos the other day. It was, who's the lead singer of Pearl Jam? Eddie Vedder. Right. Her Husband. <laughs> okay. Him and. Uh, 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 Dave Matthews they were singing a song together and I wanted to rip all the flesh off of my skin Uh,
1: why I love them it's like
0: uh, what was it mother mother ocean and each one sounded like I'm like can you fucking bother yourself to fucking wake up and show up and fucking sing the song would you just like like you did mumble some shit and every girl's like creaming in her pants?
1: Absolutely. Fuck
0: you. And then then the other one starts and I'm like, Hey, what what is this? Dick Tracy? What is this? Mumbles Malone? And he just <laughs> like ha, had like a fucking album come out.
1: But wait, then Dave Matthews chimes it? Dave Matthews. Dave
0: Matthews and what's his name?
1: Don't talk about my husband like you don't know him. Eddie Vedder. Right. Oh, they, I love him.
0: They were singing some and I think it was like a uh uh what's his name? Uh Cheeseburger in Paradise. What's his name?
1: Oh, a Jimmy Buffett song? Well, that's, that's the problem like. right there.
0: Well, they fucking picked it and they sang it together. Oh, God, but
1: Dave Matthews is But it comes a on we- this fucking Pandora
0: <laughs> station all the time. And I literally want to, like, throw everything out my window.
1: Oh, my God, this is my dream come true Pandora station. You've literally explained everything I love and everything you hate. I think it's
0: like a Singers and Standards. And this song fucking plays. I'm like, this is neither a singer nor a standard.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck off
1: now what if it was like a Cold porter song
0: different also john mayer shut up oh. these contrived what vo- dave matthews isn't singing he's like trying to hold in a fart
1: yeah it's kind of on the verge of a yodel
0: it's not even like what are you doing like this is, like fuck it's like when jessica simpson decided to sing with an like an affected way of singing
1: Oh yeah. and
0: then all of a sudden her jaw looked like she just had like a like a kilo of cocaine, just taking a <laughs> left and right up. turn all the time.
1: <laughs> How dare you talk poorly about my husband, Eddie? Dare you? But Dave Matthews, you can shit on all day long. I have no problem with that. Dave he can't Matthews shit, but...
0: <laughs> doesn't deserve my shit.
1: Take these shits. That was my Dave Matthews. All right, here is Anne's answer to the Instagram mail. This comes from Holy Shit, I'm Old. Dear Old! Aging, like death, taxes, and another Fast and Furious movie, is inevitable. Sure, we can kick the can down the road a bit, thanks to filler. If you're rich enough to have access to good doctors, you can fool the masses for years. I mean, look at Lenny Kravitz. Is he 35 or 135? No one knows, and no one ever will, until we all wake up one day and go, what happened to Lenny Kravitz? And someone says, Lenny Kravitz? Why, well, he's been dead nearly 63 years now. The one thing I do know is that we are all slowly marching towards death. Well, wow. Happy Thursday, everybody! I think at a certain point you have to make a choice. Do you want to be someone who ages gracefully like Helen Mirren or someone who is dragged kicking and screaming like Madonna? And I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about mindset. You get the feeling that Helen Mirren looks at the ticking clock and says, fuck it, and takes an edible while she waits for the reaper, whereas Madonna would slap on her grills and bare-knuckle box father time. My policy for aging is the same as my policy for renal. Lean in. Yield to the passage of years and embrace the benefits of aging, like cheaper tickets, less hustle, and given zero fucks. Enjoy senior discount programs, Medicare, and casual excusable xenophobia. Oh, don't pay attention to Grandpa Patches. When he was younger, he loved the Chinese. The sooner you start releasing the need to hold on to your youth and embrace the fun of middle age, the better off you'll be. Or you could ask a therapist instead of Ann Landers. But where's the fun in that? Good luck, you crusty old son of a bitch, and happy aging. Ann! All right, you know what it's time for? It's... Time! Specialty cocktail, cocktail specialty specialty drink drink. You've You've eaten eaten some shrimp carbonara on the way from Japan And
0: and we'll have have to wash it down with something Before the the
1: Sky Chef comes in and yells at you That's right, we have a specialty cocktail for you this week And it is the Singapore Sling This is your Captain James Jules Ferris Today we'll be flying at an altitude of just high enough Amen. Ooh, there's a lot of ingredients, so sit tight, kids. Here it comes. For this, you will need one and a half ounces Ford's gin, half ounce herring cherry liqueur. (laughs) He's got chills. Quarter ounce Cointreau, one quarter ounce Benedictine, two ounces of pineapple juice, a half ounce of fresh lime juice dash of Angostura bitters, and two ounces of club soda. So simple, just a couple ingredients that you have lying around your house. Oh For this, you will have to shake all ingredients, except club soda, because it will go all over, with ice, and strain into a highball glass, then top with the club soda, garnish it with an orange slice, and a cherry. Here are Jules's tasting notes. In case of emergency, a specialty cocktail will fall from the panel above you. If the person sitting next to you needs assistance, please sip from your drink first before helping your neighbor. We are flying overseas today, and we are about to enjoy a drink that I got to experience at the long bar in Singapore's Raffles Hotel, which sounds so legit. Raffles Hotel. Horrifying. Where it was created in 1915 by bartender. Oh, Jesus. Ngam Tong (laughs) Boon. Ngam. N-G-I-A-M Tong boom. Because Jules wants to give me challenges on a Saturday morning. Sure. This is the famous Singapore. Oh, Erin should have a good time pronouncing that name. <laughs> In case you didn't know, I don't read these before I read them. <laughs> Much like my audiobooks. Alright, this is the famous Singapore sling. If I remember correctly, this drink is going to be equal parts sweet, sour, and definitely refreshing. This is one of those cocktails where you are tasting history. I encourage you to make it and see for yourself. Or you can hop on a flight to Singapore and experience it in the land where it was created. Just be careful and don't do anything stupid there like chew gum or jaywalk or litter or spit. Take my advice. The caning isn't worth it. Wow, that feels like it was very personal. I don't know what that was about. Did you get caned? Yeah. Yet. 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 The day is young. Cheers, quiz to the Singapore sling.
0: This looks like something that I I dropped my retainer in.
1: Mm. It looks like one of your urine samples. It's a little, she's dark and brown and, oh, I kind of like it. You know what this is? It's like if you want to commit to a Mai Tai drink, it's in that category. It also feels like something my family would drink when we went to the Aku Aku Chinese Food Restaurant in Cambridge, Massachusetts.
0: The Aku Aku?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, it was uh, Polynesian, I guess you could say. Okay. It was Polynesian food.
0: What is that? Chinese pineapple? food.
1: I don't know. Yeah, like pineapple in your fried rice. Mm. Mm. I keep sipping.
0: Why does the bottom of mine look different than yours?
1: Because it's it looks clotted. There's like a cherry There's in a the bottom. There's a blood clot in the bottom. Bl- yes. It, he has one of those Woodford Reserve... Uh, oh, marinated nice. cherries or whatever blood clots. marinated blood clots everybody mm. uh, it's a it's, you have to drink a lot to get down to the blood clot
0: yeah tell me about it just like, chew on it like a hemorrhoid
1: exactly it's like getting to the center of a tootsie Pop. <laughs> there's a surprise in two, there a three. three whatever happened to that owl dead huh.
0: he's part of the staircase murder
1: <laughs> god that guy killed everybody <laughs> It's the murder murders.
0: <laughs> Death by
1: lollipop. Were you responsible for murdering your wife, son, and that owl that was in the Tootsie Pop commercials? I was not. I swear. I swear for God I would never hurt Paw and that cute little owl. <laughs> Aw, murders.
0: This episode of Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.